Tea and whiskey with sunshine. Giving you the tea. Tea and whiskey. Oh yeah. Sunshine. Giving you the tea. tea and whiskey. Yeah. for Bonet Sunshine. Thank you for tuning in with Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. We're giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. Yes. Of course, we're doing a ghost show. I try to do a ghost show at least once or twice a month. And y'all, I had some juicy tea. But first of all, I had to pay homage to the queen, the princess of pop. Whoever, whatever we call her, <laughs> the Miss Whitney Houston, God rest her soul. And um, there's been some interesting things going on with Whitney Houston and um, some pop-ups. Okay? And we're going to talk about that on today. But first of all, I want to say that this podcast has been brought to you by American Underwriters Insurance. Out here in Oak Cliff, Texas, yes, at 2004 West Jefferson Boulevard, okay? That's in Dallas, Texas. If you need a notary, you need a surety bond, you need auto, home, commercial, fleet policies, give my Auntie Sandra a call at 214-943-1666. Again, that number is 214-943-1666. It's my jam, y'all. 
Yes. Tell me y'all love this song. When that song come on, tell me you don't get no, like, just a, uh, I don't know, your whole soul just light up when you hear that song. That was Whitney Houston. I want to dance with somebody. Um, that was my jush, honey. I was a little girl. I used to want that outfit and everything. Do you hear me? Everything. Anyway, so there's been some interesting things going on, y'all, with, um, Whitney Houston. Okay, so, there's a book that's come out, okay, and, um, actually, it ain't even just a book. It's an actual person. There's an alleged person who's been in, uh, Whitney Houston's life for a very long time, and they're just now coming out, uh, for so long, and her name is Robin Crawford, and the song is, I mean, the, the actual book is called A Song for You, uh, My Life with Whitney Houston by Robin Crawford, and honestly, um, it's pretty much been a lot of rumors, even Jada Pinkett Smith, she did, she had Robin, uh, Crawford on, on the Red Table Talk, and we're gonna talk about that, too, that's what really, really wanted me to bring this up on today, um, but, it, I mean, y'all, my thoughts are all over the place, so just bear with me, y'all. I'm trying to, like, just uh, digest this because it's juicy, yet it's so sweet, and it's a beautiful story. And honestly, um, I don't really know how the world is handling this story, but it looks like everybody's taking this story pretty well. But basically, Robin Crawford is a long friend of, of Whitney Houston, a confidant, somebody who worked alongside with her ever since they, they were kids. And she basically just drops a bomb on everybody um, with this book, A Song for You. I mean, there were speculations about Robin and, and Whitney. And, 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 of course, you know, we didn't hear about Robin until, you know, the Lifetime uh, movie. And then, of course, there was documentaries all over. And so Robin was like, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of people putting out stuff about Whitney Houston. This shit is not true. Let me go ahead and speak my truth and, and clear her legacy. That's her motive behind why she's doing what she's doing. So... Y'all, this is juicy. But we're going to start with... um. Well, the first time I saw Robin, her interview was with Wendy Williams. And we're going to start with that, honey. I'm going to give y'all... I'm going to go in here and look for this um, uh, interview she did with Wendy Williams. And uh, y'all tell me what y'all think. Real quick. Hold on, y'all. My technical difficulties. Well, that's what I do. And it all came true. It's, it's in the book. Let me start over. Hold on. And uh, that was a cumulative fed up Whitney Houston that I heard. And uh, Fed up with me or fed up with the world? You have been talking about Whitney and myself for so long. Well, that's what I do. And it all came true. It's, it's in the book. Mm. Child. And you're like, you're talking like you live with us. Like you're, you're roommates with us. I We'd be in the car, we'd be sitting still, and Whitney would say, who the, who is she? Who is this woman? I don't even know what she looks like. We were going to, and our plan was to go down to Hudson Street 
and squat like Khalif waiting for you right outside the house. I wanted to see you face to face and have a chat. Hmm. I'm frightened. Oh my gosh, I, I dodged that bullet. Okay, the tea was sipped that day. So, y'all, check it out. So, that was an interview with Robin and on the Wendy Williams show. And Robin was basically saying that, hey, um, Wendy Williams basically um, admitted that she never met Whitney Houston. She only did that one interview with her. And y'all know that, that one interview, Whitney Houston was furious. She was sick of the bullshit. Because Robin and Whitney were in the tabloids, and it was like you know Wendy was acting like okay, like Robin said, you like you like you live with us, like you know what's going on in our house, and you weren't you know, and so you know um, she basically telling her we want to just roll up on you and you know have a chat. <laughs> but Wendy Williams said, "Well, baby, look, apparently I was right. It was it's all in your book what I was talking about 15, 20, 30 years ago." Oh, but anyway, y'all. I don't know. It's like, it's a very interesting way of coming out. And basically, Robin is, let me just, you know what? I'm not even finna paraphrase. I have another uh, piece of, um, piece of something I want to show y'all from the Red Table Talk. Uh, <laughs> why don't y'all listen to this and, and we're going to discuss this. So here we go. Hold on. Technical difficulties. Hold on, guys. She had with different artists, what mm -hmm. have you. And my interaction with Whitney, she was just one of the most down-to-earth, you know, loving. She didn't bring any of that to the table no, at no, no. all. No. She was just a lot of fun. I'm going to go back a little bit. When you guys first met as teenagers, mm -hmm. you had two women who met each other who had a connection, whose intention wasn't necessarily to fall in love. We were. We just were. Yeah. Ooh. Our friendship was deep. We were intimate on all levels. Yeah. There was no shame mm -hmm. in the physical Absolutely. moments. Okay. Let me pause, y'all. So, Robin is saying that they were physical in all aspects, and there was no shame, honey. No shame. Okay. We shared. Nice. There, there was no shame. In Robin's book, she describes her romantic relationship with Whitney. They bonded immediately and were inseparable. Soon, they became physical and had a sexual relationship that lasted for two years. Whitney and I first met at the Community Development Center where we were summer counselors. I was 19 and she was 16, soon to turn 17. One day after camp, we were just talking. There was something there that made us connect. And then that one moment, we both just met and you know, our mouths touched, and that was our first kiss. It was all... Woo! Wait a minute, honey. <laughs> she said their mouths touched, and it was their first kiss. Wow. Can you imagine... 
Oh, wow. Can you imagine holding all of that for so long? Holding that in for so long? Because you knew that if if your friend's secret relationship with the two of y'all would have come out, it would have ruined her whole career, her whole life. Can you imagine how long Robin, like, held on to that? Oh, y'all. Okay, it, it gets... Okay, we're going to keep listening. This is Robin Crawford... At the, excuse me, Red Table Talk with Jada Pinkett Smith. We weren't hiding the physical aspect of our friendship. We weren't hiding it, but we knew that, I mean, it was ours. That's right. It was ours. But Whitney's mom had a little, I call it fever, about our closeness. Right. And it was like, I need Robin here. Right. Where I'm going, I need someone who knows me now. Right. What do you think her mother's uncomfortability was? I called her Mrs. Houston. Got it. She knows how I feel about her. I wrote her a note mm. after Whitney passed. Mrs. Houston knows I love Whitney. And Whitney loved me. But I always sensed a bitterness in her mom because I thought her daughter is so awesome that there was so much to be joyful about. If anything, Whitney would listen to me and that would bother Mrs. Houston. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I think the only reason why Whitney listened to me is because I listened to to her. Just after Whitney signed her first record deal, she gave Robin a Bible and told her they could no longer be physically intimate. Mm. She said, I have something for you. And she placed the Bible in my hands. She said, I don't believe that we should be physical any longer, that it would make our journey much harder if they found out about it. But she also said, living that kind of life, you could go to hell. Her mom also had told Whitney that it was not natural for two women to be as close as we were. Even though they ended their physical relationship, their emotional connection continued. They used empty pages in their Bible to write goodbye love letters to each other. Oh, wow. Oh my god. Oh my god, y'all. Wait a minute now. Oh, wait. See this right here. List, you know, listening and and watching the Red Table Talk makes me want to go buy the book because you know what? I I really hope and I pray that Robin did not put their intimate and personal letters in her book. Because Oh my God, if she did, then I'm going to, I'm, I'm so going to question her. I am going to question her loyalty to Whitney Houston. And it's like, I really, really want to hear her truth. And I really, really want to be open about the situation and her and the, her secret life with Whitney. 
I want to be open and transparent to it. But another side of me is like, bitch, why? Why now? Are you hungry for coins? What's up? Okay, you and Whitney used to bump cooch. Y'all, y'all used to be, you know, y'all, y'all wore a couple. Y'all wore an item. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But you waited how long to finally come out with this? Like, are you hard on money? Now, keep in mind, y'all, Robin is married to a woman. And the woman that she's married to, she met her through Whitney. Okay, it was like some kind of a event they were doing. I'm not saying that Whitney maybe knew her personally, but she met her along the way while while working with Whitney. Let me let me make sure I get that right. So it's like, and then the wife, even in the book, she says to her wife, "Um, if you're gonna be with me, you know, I love you. I want to commit to you. But if Whitney calls or Whitney needs me or Whitney needs to come over, I'm gonna need you to be okay with that." <laughs> I'm gonna need you to be okay with that. And the wife was like, okay, cool. And it's like, okay, I get it. You know, the wife said, I understand that they have a relationship. And, you know, I met her through Whitney, so I get it. But another side of me is like, if, if Whitney was a regular ass bitch, would you still be okay with that? If Whitney was the girl next door that lived across the street from y'all, would you still be okay with that because of the bond? Or, is, or, or were you okay with that because Whitney had money? Because Whitney was a superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some things you tend to tolerate for the sake of what benefits you get. That's all I'm saying. But don't, 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 don't quote me. Because, I mean, you know, I'm just trying to get an understanding of all this my damn stuff. Because this is a lot. So, with that being said, um, <laughs> I'm going to take a mini, mini break. So, we'll be right back after these. Oh, uh, Liberty ain't paying for shit, okay? I promise you that. <laughs> we'll be right back, y'all.
Woman was actually um, a song that Shaka Khan originally did, and then um, Whitney Houston did a cover. And baby, this is off the, the uh, Bodyguard soundtrack. If you ever seen the movie with the Bodyguard, yes. Anywho, y'all, when I tell you <laughs> Robin Crawford has dropped a bomb on me, baby, she dropped a bomb on me. Um, it's just, it's, it's a lot to take in. It, it really is. But, um, okay. All right, Whitney. All right, Whitney. Come on, Whitney. Yes. I'm not feeling Whitney Houston today. We're going to change it up a little bit, y'all. Oh, I'm feeling Whitney Houston, y'all. Well, hold on. Yes. Then they hung out. But you came home around three. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. If six of y'all went out. Then four of you were really cheap yeah. Cause only two of you had dinner Found your credit card receipt 
Listen, Whitney Houston got me all of my feelings. Anyway, it ain't even really Whitney. It's Robin that got me all of my feelings, y'all, because I am torn. Okay. So, Robin is married now. And um, her, her, her wife comes out on the stage, talks about... You know, and I, you know what? I appreciate Jada even doing that. That was like so the, the the decorum that Jada Pinkett Smith has with this red table is just amazing. The fact that she brought her spouse out, you know, hey, you know, the spouse is okay with this book as well. You know, it's and and honestly, by her bringing her spouse out, it's a really good save. It's a really good PR move because. The fact that your family is backing you up with this project you're doing is very intimate and it's very and it's very vulnerable. I mean, Robin said I wrote a letter to Whitney's mama that she know how I feel about her. And you know, and then think about the guilt that Robin probably has been carrying for so long. She probably like, damn, if I had stayed and just dealt with the bullshit, Whitney would still be alive. She really felt that way. But after so long though, when you love somebody for so long and, and you stay in the shadows for so long, you like, fuck it. I got to live my life. I can't constantly be somebody's, like, shadow. I can't live in nobody's shadow. Robin lived in Whitney's shadow for years, ever since she was a teenager. Like, that. And then she said they actually tore out pages out the... They didn't tear pages out. Well, Whitney tore a page out because... Okay, this is, here's a gag. So Whitney thought that Robin slept with one of, slept with one of the background dancers. So Whitney went, ran into her bedroom, she grabbed the Bible she gave her, ripped out a page, and tore it up. And left it there. And so Robin said she gathered all the pieces and put it in an envelope. Maybe Robin probably put it back together. I don't know. But it's probably in the book. Which makes me probably want to go get it. But anyway. <laughs> um, so. Y'all this is a lot. This is a lot to take in. But um, yeah Whitney thought that Robin slept with a background dancer. And she basically was like. Uh bitch. Fuck you. She ripped the page out the bible. But they used to use the bible that Whitney gave her. To write each other letters. That's crazy. And so it's like after she married Bobby, people were thinking that, oh, well, now that she married Bobby, that's why Robin left. But Robin was like, it wasn't about Bobby. I was just sick of Whitney. There was too many people that was influencing her. She wasn't the person that I, I, I grown to love anymore. That's basically Robin stayed because she loved her and stuff. But over time, Whitney had all that influence and the drugs. And because and, she did openly admit that Bobby had nothing to do with her drug usage. So even Robin, Robin was like, no. Whitney Houston always, she said, now the drugs, the drugs were more so like, a, um, they, they, were, they were just there. 
it wasn't like they were going to go looking for the drugs. That's that's what Robin is saying. The the drugs when you tour, drugs just find you. That's what Robin was saying, and she said, you know, hey, you know, she was a part of that. But end of the day, um, but Bobby was not the one that influenced her to do those heavy drugs like that. And she even said that Whitney Houston was a great swimmer. So for her to die underwater, she said I, that didn't make sense to me. And I'm like, oh, that's pretty deep, you know? So. But Robin is really laying it out, y'all. And, and I'm tempted to get this damn book, honey. I'm really tempted to go buy this book. The book is called A Song for You. Uh, My Life with Whitney Houston by Robin Crawford. Robin is spelled R-O-B-Y-N. Honey, the way I'm talking about this book, you would think Robin paid me a coin. But I believe in paying it forward. <laughs> but how would you feel if you passed on and then somebody who had all of your deepest, darkest secrets just said, Okay, wait a minute, you passed on and you're in, and you being dead, you worked a lot of money even dead. Okay. And somebody who has your deepest, darkest secret wrote a book about your ass. I don't know. I don't even know. Is that loyalty, though? Is that loyalty? I don't see any. But her thing is, I'm doing this because she said after seeing all the stuff people were saying about Whitney, I had enough. And I said, I'm going to step up and I'm going to do it the right way. And she said, I swore I, I was talking. She said, I finally just broke down and said, Whitney, what do you want me to do? She says, after Bobby Christina died, she was like, okay, what do you want me to do? Because this is getting ridiculous. This is getting horrible because this is really bad. What do you want me to do, Whitney? And she said, that's why she decided to go ahead and put her book out. And I'm just like, girl, I mean, I don't know. I... No, like if 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 you really want, she's saying that she's doing this to, to save Whitney's legacy. But I'm like, you're basically saying that Whitney was an undercover lesbian, and then she chose not to be lesbian for the sake of, you know, the world and you know her religion. So it's like you coming out now saying this. What are we what are we supposed to do with this information? Whitney can't defend herself. Whitney can't say, yeah, girl, thank you for outing me out. Girl, I appreciate it. Ooh, girl, I'm fine in the closet. I mean, what do you want us to do with this, Robin? What do y'all you want us you want us to just buy your book and make you some money, right? Is that what you want? Or are you really trying to clear Whitney's name and, and, and her legacy? Cause I'm like, if that was the case, uh-uh. Oh, yeah, y'all know y'all know how people are and and when it comes to the LGBT stuff. You know, oh, and and as much of of a of a a, a God-fearing person Whitney wanted everybody to believe that she was, but you to come out and, and say, "Hey, by the way, she, me and her used to fuck back in the day and we loved each other." Boom, yes. And I'm, I'm making sure her legacy lives on, bitch. And it's like, what? Girl. 
Maybe it's time was dedicated to Robin. My love is your love. Okay, Whitney. All right, Whitney. But um, all I know is, y'all, this this bomb has been dropped, and you know, and 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 the way Robin speaks, y'all, she speaks so eloquently, and she speaks with such peace, and she speaks with such um. I don't know how to describe it. It's like she's just like she is like really owning her truth. She is standing in this shit. She's like, bitch, this is what the hell it is. And I'm standing in it. And I don't care what the hell y'all think. And I love it. I'm here for it. Mm. And you know what? After if you go back listen to these Whitney Houston songs, it makes you want to say, "Hmm, was she talking about Robin the whole time?" <laughs> but you know what? I always heard Whitney Houston was playing both sides of the fence because. I overheard some adults talking when I was a kid. Well, they read an Ebony magazine. It was one of them, you know, Melanin magazine. I don't know if it was Ebony or Jet or something. Where I think it was this movie, Waiting to Exhale. I don't know which actress it was. Because I'm not going to say the name because I may be wrong. Because I don't want to be. This is allegedly. But that was an article where I believe it was Angela Bassett. I could be wrong. She basically said that, well, you know what? I'm going to scratch it out. I don't know who said it, okay? But one of the actresses in Waiting to Exhale said that Whitney Houston made a pass to her. And she declined. So there were little speculations here and there about Whitney being, you know, into women. But we, I didn't hear about Robin until after Whitney died. So, I don't know. All I know is Winnie Houston is a living she I mean she is a legend that touched the hearts of so many people. And Robin honey, I'm not saying you lying or whatever, speak your truth. You're doing it with class, honey. So I, I take my hat off to you for that. But at the end of the day, y'all, Whitney can't defend herself. But this is some juicy tea. And you're halfway there. Sometimes you laugh. Sometimes you cry. Come on, Whitney. Love never tells us. Yes. The winds are wise. 
But when you got friends to wish you, you better preach. Okay. I'm sorry, I lost myself. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in with Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. I'm your girl, April Bene Sunshine, giving you the uncensored, uncut adult conversation you can sip to. What do I think about the, the Robin Crawford situation? Do you think it's real? Do you think it's not? At the end of the day, I love Whitney, regardless of what lifestyle she lived or wanted to live. She will always ever be a queen in my heart. And her music is epic and it's unforgettable. Feels so right. You can see you. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. You can always tune in. Um, you can always email us at teawhiskeyandsunshine at gmail.com. Again, that's teawhiskeyandsunshine at gmail.com. Um, thank you so much to all of our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. And remember to always keep the drama on TV and audio life, baby. I love you all. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you all another time. Yes.